Learning how to learn. This is the one skill that every member of AMFOS knows the significance of. And there is no better person to exemplify the importance of this skill than our guest for today's podcast, Rahul Krishnan from the 2008 to 2012 batch. He has completed his PhD in wireless communication systems for healthcare devices. He has contributed towards the wireless ECG system developed at Amrita WNA called Amrita Spandanam and has worked on the design, development and testing of next generation remote classroom technologies under a funded project from the National Knowledge Network. He has contributed majorly in developing a data summarization algorithm for the Internet of Medical Things called RASPRO. Today, he is a project associate at the Amrita Center for Wireless Networks and Applications at the Amrita Puri campus. Join us as we travel back in time to the early days of the club and discuss a variety of topics ranging from Android development to wireless communication. He talks to us about his experience being a member of AMFOS back in 2009, the skills he learned as well as advice for all students looking to make a career in tech. Welcome to the fourth episode of the AMFOS podcast. We're so glad to have you here today, Rahul Ayatan. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Anushka and Pavitra for having me here. Great. How are you doing, um, Rahul Ayatan, with this pandemic? Good, good. How are you? Yes, I'm doing good. How are you both? We're trying to adapt to this (laughs) online (laughs) mode. We're dying to go to college and see everyone. Yes. Yes. I'm also... uh, you know, dying to get back to the college and see the students and also, you know, maybe better to talk to the course club uh, directly rather right. than online. So, you, so you're, not, you're not staying like at the ashram in college? I'm, I'm staying in the Amritaburi campus, ashram. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, but I don't have to go to the college. Ah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so like, is the online mode any easier than the offline mode or is it tougher? Uh, I think in, initially we had a lot of hiccups and, you know, uh, issues with uh, how to manage work and uh, meeting with people, getting mm-hmm. uh, others input, etc. But now I think it has become very natural and normal. Uh, so I think now the productivity is much better uh, mm-hmm. online. So we can attend uh, meetings and uh, also, you know, just participate whenever uh, it is most required, things like that. So it's, I, I think productivity-wise, we have adapted so that uh, uh, we are able to adjust time and uh, make sure the work at, uh, you know, whatever work we have personally also is adjusted and maintained. That's How about you? You all, you're all studying, right? You are the first batch of online students. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I like to say we try to study. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the online mode, it's it's kind of become a little more monotonous, I guess, like with mm-hmm. just the studying and staying at home all day and, you know, not really meeting anyone who you're talking to right, online. Right, right. right. But yeah, yeah I think, uh, I guess maybe for the teachers and everyone, it's become easier to sort of access different students, like because of the mm-hmm. online mode. But other than that, yeah, I think I hope college opens one day. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, yes. you know, we can meet each other. What about you, Pravitra? 
honestly for us like since the beginning college has been like this so it's all we know so honestly i don't mind i've gotten used to it in fact i would say like being an introvert myself i kind of enjoy it but okay. yeah even that even then i would still like to see the campus and meet my classmates and hopefully see the club in person uh yeah that would be great but yes yes it is what it is uh hopefully college opens within the next few months so ada you're from the 2008 to 2012 batch and back then i'm sure the club must have been very different from how the club is now so could you share with us what your experience in the club was like back then how is it different from what we know the club to be like now okay uh, very good question because uh, you know currently the club is uh, large with lot of students lot of seniors etc but at that time when we uh, uh, i think the club uh, like there's no formal beginning for the club but vipin sir just initiated uh, this this idea that you know when when students can get together and then learn a lot of things together uh, and have fun that's a very good way to uh, take forward uh, the learning pro- process in, in the college so uh, you know when it started in 2006 i was not definitely not the 2008 is when uh, i joined from a btech and uh, i was lucky enough to uh, have met vipin sir in my first semester i joined fast club in my uh, second semester so at that time uh, from my batch uh, my uh, me and another one of my friends arvind uh, who is doing phd in us now uh, he was also there and then uh, you know initially and then after a few months uh, a few of my other friends also joined from my own batch uh, sheshagiri who is also doing phd in us now and then uh, shilpa she's uh, working in canada and then uh, george uh, is currently in bangalore and uh, shrinath who did his masters in australia and then is working there so uh, you know we had a we had very few people in fact and uh, uh, and and the club and the seniors some of my seniors were also there like avinash joshi uh, who is in us varun ramni again us google so uh, they are all uh, you know this was the a small set of friends and seniors that we had uh, another few people like uh, vidya chechi etc those were our super seniors basically and uh, uh, that was club for us i mean that is uh, all uh, all the fun and everything happened there so you know every day after uh, the class hours at 4 o'clock after chai we used to come to the lab and then we used to sit there and then uh, you know do our studies do our uh, uh, you know readings uh, discussions and uh, uh, you know uh, also uh, also sir would every day vipin uh, sir would used to be there in the lab so he would come and motivate us and you know give us certain directions and uh, uh, that is how it was and then uh, one of the uh, one of the best things about the club uh, even even now it's like that but one of the best things that i can remember from my uh, time in the club is that uh, you know it was it was a it is a team effort so Uh, all of us when we sit together and then learn and then try to be in that uh, group you know that gives us a lot of energy and motivation to continue work so even if uh, i'm not feeling like doing some work today but i go and sit in the lab uh, everybody else is working so you are also motivated to work not out of jealousy but uh, out of the sheer 
peer pressure so we do everything out of peer pressure right yeah oh yeah <laughs> not not even competition not even competition it just like peer pressure so we do everything yeah. out of peer pressure if others mm-hmm. are doing we also do. so this is like every, everybody wants to excel and everybody wants to learn things so we also although we have that uh, you know interest initial interest that may not last but since yeah. we are in the group since we all every day single every single day come to the lab that's a huge huge positive thing so i think the uh, club back at that time and club at present uh, the the principle is the same the the foundation is the same uh, just that the size was small and we used to have very small lab like eight mm-hmm. eight people used to sit in a small uh, corridor kind of lab uh, that is where everything happened so all competitions all uh, all failures everything happened so that was uh, that was uh, my uh, my take on the club back then yeah, yeah so great. now obviously the club is much larger almost 60 60 members so do you think the club has managed to maintain its core values i definitely uh, i think uh, see what were you know when whenever something becomes bigger you know uh, uh, certain uh, you know certain things uh, change so but at the same point uh, why do we become part of this club is because uh, you know i i still remember when i first met with him sir in 2008 december me and arvind were talking to him and then he mentioned he asked us a lot of questions like you know why are we here in the club and then uh, uh, in, in the college basically to study uh, bachelor's in computer science and where do we want to see ourselves uh, you know in our career so he mentioned that we should not aim for anything less than uh, you know excellence uh, and he presented a road map to excellence road map in the sense uh, how can we excel in whatever we are doing that should be our goal it's not just like you know you learn something you write an exam you, let's say you get 9.5 that's not really matter as long as you don't have the skills mm-hmm. so i'm not saying that 9.5 is not good enough uh, i myself got a 9.4 so i'm not saying the grade point is higher grade point means you don't know anything but the saying uh, that's not all uh, to it so uh, so he he basically uh, helped us understand uh, we have to uh, although we had initial interest in computer science and whatever you know whatever you guys also have interest that interest uh, is there <coughs> but you have to uh, put it into a into a platform where uh, you are working together with a group uh and then that will help each other uh, all of you can help each other a little bit here and there uh, and then you progress on that path and then finally uh every single time the core value has been uh, to to achieve excellence you know by putting in lot of effort lot of time into learning what you are learning so uh, and participating in competitions and uh, taking part in uh, you know applying to different uh, uh, different Uh, places different competitions etc so that's been the i think i don't think the core value has uh, changed uh, but as the group becomes bigger uh, the uh, the the message sometimes get lost uh, mm-hmm. but that can that that's just the natural process so there'll be ups and downs uh, in all the uh, in all the places all the organization all the uh, clubs so uh, it's people who make the club there is no club access yeah. people so 
you know we take up the initiative to uh, you know get everybody together then help each other uh, that'll just happen so i don't think the core value has uh, has changed or you know but the methodology has uh, definitely changed because of our experience because uh, you know sir had the experience of going through so many batches of students so mm-hmm. initially we may have started with certain uh, techniques like you know uh, contributing to open source certain in certain ways or participating in certain competitions now all of you are already exposed to so many uh, you know so many things in the lab uh, that we are taking some other methodologies uh, that's the only difference yeah so would you say this online mode has um, <clears throat> sort of helped to better manage these larger communities that are there or that have been built probably um in fact uh, it depends upon how we use it uh, mm. because uh, you know the the number of people could be large but if we try to meet them every single day or every once in two days uh, that'll still keep the bond together that'll still keep the work going uh, but uh, you know we have to kind of adapt our own uh, methods so that we uh, you know we try to connect with uh, each of them Uh, each of the uh, group members etc on a day to day basis so that is what we really help because usually motivations don't last for more than a day motivation so uh, yeah. you have to have every single day meet together and then you know get to work put targets and then let's achieve this much today and this is the weekly uh, target that you want to achieve so uh, technology can be used very effectively but definitely in person being there is much much better mm-hmm. uh, but now you are you know 60 plus people so uh, i think it's a it's a huge thing for a club to have so many uh, motivated and uh, highly enthusiastic highly talented uh, students yeah let's say yeah i think um, you you got a really excellent point that the, the lab really provides a good um, environment to foster this kind of bonding and teamwork and collaboration together um <clears throat> one of the things that we've tried doing in the online mode is try to have frequent meetings because now to just talk to someone we need to schedule a meeting like we need to right right um we need to schedule a meeting and just have even for normal conversations a meeting has right. to, has to be there so <laughs> yeah. yeah and like i think one of so as <laughs> started adapting to this online mode we've been the first batch to come online we've um realized the importance of these meetings and in the beginning we didn't really give a lot of attention to it but we learned that you know having these weekly meetings with your mentors and with other people of the club uh, really helps so we got right. to know each other also better. yeah also uh, in my first year i remember that uh, you know after after my first year when i uh, usually most of our best times are during the vacations because mm-hmm. uh, we didn't used to go home uh, we just spend the time in the lab with our friends and only we'll be there in the entire college so that really helps us uh, uh, you know we we have all the freedom uh, and then a uh, lot of work gets done uh, in that one and a half two months and of course we used to go home for one week i mean anyways even if you go home or not we don't do much at home uh, we just sit and uh, watch tv or you know do something yeah. or if you're going out if you're going out uh, we uh, we just take that time off that's all so uh, but yeah 
majority of the work and the learning happened during vacations because that's when we get a lot of uh, focused time Yeah. So uh, even during the first uh, year, uh, towards the end of the first year, that vacation, uh, I still remember that uh, we, you know, we participated in one of the competitions, Google Android Challenge. At that time, uh, there was a challenge like that, and then uh, I somehow had to go home, and then my uh, other uh, friends, Shilpa and Kiri, also had to go home for some reason. So even at that time, we had to collaborate together online, and then. Uh, you know, get the challenge submission ready. Uh, so working together on something, uh, you know, like two or three of you getting together, working on something uh, for some competition or something, that will be really, uh, really cool to uh, increase the bond between each of. I think one of the things you mentioned was peer pressure. So the way we've been able to adapt that to online mode is with status update threads. <laughs> that um, every day everyone will update the work that they've accomplished for that day so okay. even for me personally that's motivated me to do more like simply out of the fact that i have to update people what i did today so like i have to do something yeah. substantial today so yes, even out yes, of that yes. that's the only thing to like do something exactly. that's the modern version of peer pressure <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly kind of working on so but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Ada, I'm sure you must have made a lot of wonderful memories in the club. So, could you share with us your favorite memory of the club? <laughs> in fact, uh, when I think about it, there are so many, uh, so many, uh, so many things that comes to my mind. Uh, you know, as part of the, uh, as I mentioned uh, in the first year. Um, one of the you know when i just started working in the lab for the during the second semester i was uh, in the lab for uh, uh, you know almost every day after the class hours of course during exams we we try you know we we uh, we took small break, breaks from the lab but otherwise we used to be in the lab and later on we just started studying also in the lab so it didn't really matter uh, <coughs> so one of the initial uh, things that i that comes to my mind is uh, you know initial uh, I, i was i was getting confident in programming etc and then uh, uh, in the first year vacation time i was sitting in the lab and then i went i suddenly got this uh, you know from some place this android challenge advertisement mm-hmm. and at that time i didn't know android how to program it how to set up the environment how to test i didn't have an android mobile phone as well so this in 2009 and then uh, you know i i just thought why don't i just take part in this competition and then we instead just came uh, and then i participate in this competition uh, he didn't uh, blink his eyes he just told me go ahead uh, you know participate in it uh, so he didn't even ask me whether i was confident whether i was uh, you know i knew certain things before i started participating Uh, because he gave me that uh, you know booster shot of confidence uh, i kind of uh, uh, i i you know suddenly i thought okay let me start this and then i uh, you know downloaded things read read lot of materials there were very few youtube tutorials on that at that time so because of that we had you know a lot of issues to set up environment there is no mobile phone uh, smartphone i didn't have smartphone i mean nobody had an android phone at that time <coughs> 
so uh, you know we struggled a lot but we set up the environment and then we uh, we started uh, doing that challenge and we submitted something in uh, two months time uh, which to my memory is something really amazing because uh, we didn't we didn't qualify for the finals for that challenge but uh, the experience that i had the the learning that i had in those uh, i think around two months uh, gave me a lot of confidence build my uh, programming skills uh, and i was uh, one of the few initial android developers in the college uh, very few were there at that time and even though i lost uh, that that particular challenge i mean we didn't break it uh, the very next year i applied to gsoc google summer of code uh, you know with that experience of uh, android and you know i applied to one organization that was waiting to build some android related application again i did not uh, i did not qualify for gsoc i failed in that uh, but the learning process that that i went through during the application procedure for gsoc itself mm. like writing out technical stuff the proposal then contacting mm. others and uh, that is one of my initial open source contribution also to an uh, to an open source organization so uh, those are some of the initial memories that i have about uh, the the you know uh, the major learnings that i had in the club another thing that comes to my mind is uh, in my second year vacation again uh, just before uh, you know uh, just before the semester started like you know one month before that uh, we've been suggest mentioned that there is one uh, you know networking course that is coming up in the next semester so he asked me why don't i go through the textbook uh, that blue networking textbook and then i went through some of the chapters it was really exciting first chapter second chapter i completed i did lot of assignments and then he also mentioned that uh, why didn't you do some assignments given in uh, uh, us and europe universities so he mentioned this uh, uh, this assignment from vu uh, which is a free uh, which is called as free university in amsterdam and then that was to create a tcp ip stack so i didn't mm-hmm. even know what it actually means uh, but uh, we kind of figured that out and i did that assignment and by the time i started the semester i was already four chapters into the subject and uh, uh, i didn't really have to uh, uh, you know I, i was just sitting in the class enjoying the class rather than uh, you know i i had already learned so much uh, much before that so uh, this is some of the uh major learning uh uh you know memories that comes to my mind and also uh you know we used to have uh, short short breaks in between and then a lot of activities also so you know sir used used to ask us to go and play badminton uh in the court and uh, also uh sir used to come with lot of vegetables and and ask us to make salad so i didn't know how to cut tomato at that time and then i struggled on cutting tomatoes that is one of the funniest thing uh, <laughs> because i cut, cutting it from the outside i don't know how many of you know to cook hope hope you all started learning how to cook at home also yeah this pandemic has given us a great opportunity to cook <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so those are some of the uh, things that comes to my mind yeah so you mentioned like um android development and how you were doing it in your time i've heard that uh, you used um eclipse you did not have android studio at that time right yeah yeah eclipse yeah so how was so was it like much harder 
to do an eclipse uh, i don't think so i no i mean i i don't know in fact because i i was so used to eclipse and then the the virtual uh, virtual phone that virtual android phone that you have on on the screen on the computer we used to mm-hmm. test everything on that we used to uh, we didn't have a phone uh, for some time and then later somebody you know gave it to us and then we tested it on that so um i think uh didn't really make much of a difference when android studio came also i had to learn a lot of new things to mm-hmm. develop stuff on that yeah so okay. it's not it's not very uh, difficult or different yeah okay would you want to explain to the audience what exactly android studio eclipse is because maybe they might not like just a small line of difference. okay i mean uh, for for an intro the basic difference between uh these two both of them are integrated development environments just makes it easier for developing stuff uh, eclipse was initially used by android uh, as an development environment then uh, there is some other environment called as intellij uh that is what uh it it was modified and then made into this android studio hmm. uh mm-hmm. and uh, uh in terms of actual difference i don't think for developers it really uh, would make much of a difference in each of them yeah okay yeah okay that's so um what skills like both technical as well as non technical do you learn from the club okay so here is the thing see when you uh, for example you are in you are in bachelor's uh, first year second year or third year so you need some core skill sets the core skill sets are related to computer science so uh, you should definitely be good at programming okay and then problem solving uh, so these are skills that you can uh, acquire uh, this is not something you are born with it's an acquired skill so you put enough time effort persistence and motivation then you can acquire certain skills of course each of you will have different kinds of uh, skill sets each of you will be able to develop certain types of skills sets better than the others for example i uh, and and definitely another is typing skills you know you need to be fast uh, in, on your keyboard uh, you know most of the time we spend time looking at the keyboard and figuring out and then correcting so if you can uh, type without looking on the keyboard uh, text type uh, it's going to save more than 50% of your time so uh, that's going to you know make you completely different from others because uh, you know you give some work to somebody else they'll take you 2 hours and you can finish it in 1 hour just because your typing skills are there so uh, that's a huge thing so you need to have good typing skills then you need to have technical writing skills so that's why for competitions and for many other things you write proposals you write uh, short essays mm-hmm. so these are uh, you know communication skills which is uh, which is as important as your technical skill and uh, uh, and then the team skill team skill is one of the most important things because you're not going to work in silos silos when you go into a company or academia or anywhere in your mm-hmm. life also you're not going to work uh, you know as an individual you need help from others uh, you get more work done when you are in a team okay right uh, so uh, that is why uh the club uh, in the club weapons are so lot, lot of importance to this uh, team spirit and team uh the concept of uh, having a good team so on the technical skills you know what you need to get you need to be good at uh, networks uh, os uh, mm-hmm. and uh, 
some of the core core things that are part of your syllabus uh, now in order to you know all these things can be gained from the class classrooms but the issue there is you won't have a very confident practical knowledge for example if you build a tcpip stack then you kind of know almost everything about networking what you're going to learn in the classroom right top to bottom yeah. so uh, that's a different once you do that your knowledge level is somewhere completely different completely enhanced compared to a textbook knowledge Uh, so mm -hmm. doing assignments, uh, mostly the the Western, U.S., uh, Europe university assignments. Uh, there is some assignments on OS kernel modification. So these are all things that you can definitely do. It will take you one two months, uh, but uh, that is that that is a part of the technical skill you have to do. And non technical is uh, mostly to do with communication, bonding, team, uh, uh, expressing yourself, articulating yourself. Uh, and also uh, some of the issues with the uh, are related to more more to do with uh, emotional stability so emotional stability means you know many of uh, us uh, are uh, you know pampered uh, including me when when we are brought up so uh, you know we need to also know uh, how to adjust to others how to uh, give ourselves uh, you know others a little bit space in our own lives so those things uh, naturally happen in a club so when you play together when you uh, you know make something when you are in a competition when you set up things there will always be uh, contradictory ideas uh, competing ideas friction will be there mm -hmm. uh, so how to handle this friction because friction is going to be there always uh, throughout your life so yes. how to handle friction how to handle this pressure uh, these are all Uh, a necessary set of skills that i was able to uh, get exposed to in the lab so other like so you mentioned um, this sort of team bonding and how we should focus on our emotional stability when we talk to other people so um in this online world do you have any tips uh, on how to maybe develop that like through our meetings or something like that uh i i don't i don't have a uh, i don't have a you know solution out of my uh, hand right now but what i think what i feel okay mm -hmm. uh, it's up to uh, up to judgment by others but what i feel is that uh, if you let's say you take up a competition and then you participating it okay mm -hmm. uh, let's say of course the intention is to win it you put the effort to win it but finally whether you win it or not that does not really matter okay yeah. but when let's say three people come together to uh, to do a to to put effort towards one direction and achieve something what then uh, there are three minds in this and when three minds come together there will always be friction mm -hmm. you are all like minded people okay like minded means your interests are good your intention is same uh, you have similar skill sets similar i wouldn't say same but the way you apply it are all different you don't know each other's emotions you don't know each other's preferences so uh, it's good that you come together you uh, you know you have that friction whenever you have the friction you are you know that there is some friction you so don't run away with from that you try to accept that there is some problem let's uh, try to talk it out let's try to solve it out uh, if somebody prefers to do it in some way and if it does not affect the ultimate goal uh, much you know 
just let it let that person take that too and then it'll uh, it'll work out so see how i see it is in in uh, olden days where, you know uh, we used to come together we played together we used to hit each other we used to you know uh, do a lot of things together so it i mean we automatically develop that emotional quotient also so now mm-hmm. that is missing because we are all in nuclear families and we don't have uh, that kind of environment we are in flats we are all you know uh, only uh, we feel isolated and uh, uh, lonely so that's a that that can only be solved using such some activities but two or three people come together to get to one goal in three yeah. months time or something so if you have a goal like that then that's good that's my feeling but i don't know there could be some other solution though i i don't know about it. yeah yeah it makes no, i i think sense i think you're right about that exactly <laughs> like i think um that's a, fa- a fantastic point that you made is you no know, don't run away from conflict like i think a lot of the time we wish to sort of stay in our comfort zones and then ah, yeah. okay, let it let be <laughs> but yeah it's important <laughs> to actually face it head on i think that's a good point So do you think these skills that you acquired in the club helped in your career? Absolutely yeah because when anybody asks me uh, how am i able to do certain things uh, that others are finding it difficult to do uh, or difficult to achieve uh, my first answer is the training that i got in fast club so because uh, you know there is a lot of focus on skill development so you build your skills that is the base uh, basics of computer science the subjects then the competition that you participate the assignments that you do uh, the problems that you solve you know online portals etc so all those build the skill so that was uh, acquired only through the fast club of course uh, the classroom learning was important because that gave us a wholesome idea i'm not saying you should not attend the classes or you know that is not useful but that gave a wholesome idea about everything but to get a very hands on idea so you know when somebody presents a problem now i'm able to assess analyze it from a different angle rather than going by the textbook uh, method so uh, as you know i'm currently doing i mean i finished my phd and then i joined as a faculty here Mm-hmm. Uh, at amrutpuri campus so uh because of the training that i got in fast club uh, i am able to create assignments uh, for the students of course looking at the level and standard of the students but uh, most of my courses if you talk to them it's all very practical assignments i don't mm-hmm. give typical assignments i give very practical hands on uh, assignments that uh, is going to uh, you know going to make uh their lives a little bit difficult challenging but once they do that uh that will help them uh, learn a, learn much more so and and some of the projects that i have been doing initially i did some uh, uh you know uh very very exciting projects in terms of uh, multimedia so uh you know in such video conferencing uh you know uh, tools uh, you don't get eye contact because for example pythra is looking at uh, my image or you know somewhere i don't know <laughs> but the camera it's she's not looking at the camera so now when i look at the camera all of you see can you all of you can see my eyes so how do you correct the gaze uh, gaze alignment in uh, online video conferencing we got few patterns for that and then 
uh, i think even uh, skype i mean now it's microsoft microsoft has been working on a initial version of that so uh, that is an exciting project then again most of my networking programming skills uh, were there and then uh, the as part of my phd in the 5 6 years i've been working on uh, ai ml for disease detection early disease detection and using wearable devices so everywhere whatever skills i learned uh, i've been using it one of the things that i missed saying is that uh, what is the skill that you learn in fast club uh, it's the skill to learn anything new so anything new comes you are not afraid of learning it and then solving it so that's the major skill you learn so whatever comes every every 5 years things will change every 5 years technologies will change but can you uh, are you confident enough to okay let me you know head on uh, take this up and then uh, learn about it there are so many videos audios etc there are online uh, tutorials so the ability and the confidence to take up new skills learn that that is one of the other skills that i learned from fast club so uh, my career has been uh, completely helped by this uh, the club i'll give you uh, three more examples in this one so everybody likes a story so uh, you know towards the end of my uh, bachelor's uh, which is you know fourth year uh, when i started my fourth year till that of course i tried to get internships in many places i uh, you know tried to uh, apply for internships in iits us universities uh, and participate in almost all the competitions that is available uh, but i didn't win in any of them i didn't uh, get any of them uh, well i didn't really it didn't really matter for me at that time uh, because there was a lot of learning happening so i just enjoyed that and then uh, to the end of my uh, third year or fourth year beginning i got this opportunity to uh, go for an internship in new zealand it was a fully funded uh, internship uh, it was called winter of coding say uh, it's, it's like summer of coding it's called winter of coding now the that program is not there it was a fully funded program me and one of my friends went there and then did an amazing project there uh, we got to uh, we got to work with some of the best people in that multimedia area uh, again that was an android related project so what i wanted to relate is that even from the first day when i started the android i didn't know that i was going to get an internship i didn't win in any competitions uh, and then second year when i did the networking project i didn't there was no no particular uh, you know output that i was expecting but when an opportunity came i applied that i had applied for many i feel in many of them but some of them strike so you know i got that internship and then uh, when i was in new zealand i got another internship in us uh, in a us university so uh, uc davis university of california davis so there also i was asked to work on an android related project on a 4g uh, characterization of video streaming in 4g4 so i worked there for 3 months and then uh, the professor was pretty happy with my skill set and out of the four people who went there he offered me a phd to do a phd there so uh, that was a huge thing like uh, you know i was kind of uh, that is like a dream come true for most people so it is similar for me also uh, so that is all that all happened because uh, i had the foundation uh, to the skill set was ready and the communication skills because we were in the club we used to you know fight or you know we used to Uh, uh work on projects together 
uh, ultimately there will be some issues or other that's that's unavoidable but uh, all of them are currently my uh, you know best friends so uh, those things helped me to build my career of course i i decided not to join for the us uh, uh, phd because i i had a desire to uh, come back after my studies are done i wanted to come back and then uh, be part of the system here in india uh, so as to help others learn help other students also get better and also I, uh, there is huge potential especially in computer science we are not at a uh, you know uh, any disadvantage if you are working in india because we don't uh, we are not working on some you know uh, ballistic missile kind of stuff so <laughs> or, or chemical engineering or uh, uh, things like that so still i mean in india most of the technologies are you know catching up so i was able to work on some problem that is very uh, very very relevant to indian context and also work on some of the technologies like ai and ml i started in 2014 at that time most people were not uh, you know aware of that so uh, i don't think I, i think all this happened because of the foundation that i got in foster you mentioned uh... you mentioned healthcare earlier like you had worked to solve yeah yeah you know detect diabetes so so, uh, so anything that inspired you to go into healthcare field along with wireless community uh, yes 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 it's a very good question because i started my work in multimedia uh, related field in 2013 as part of a phd uh, then uh, as uh, i mean you you probably have not uh, met uh, our chancellor uh, amma uh, so as part of fast club we uh, you know uh, she i mean uh, for people who have not met amma it's very difficult to explain uh, about her so because she's uh, she's really accessible accessible means every single day uh, she sits here for darshan and then you can actually go and talk to her i not seen amma till i came to uh, till i came here in 2008 so uh, you know the thing is that she uh, meets more than 3000 5000 people every single day directly and then uh, most of pe- most of these people have some or other problem to share with her. so at that point uh, you know i was also there on the on the stage uh, and then i somehow got an opportunity to talk to amma and ask about what field i should do my phd so uh, i was i mean one thing was very clear because uh, i wanted to do something really impactful and then because of that uh, probably because of that amma told that you know there are a lot of people who die in their middle you uh, know uh, middle mid 40s mid 50s and uh, if they uh, if their lives could be saved they could get another 40 more years of healthy life yeah and most of them uh, so we we had to uh, come up with some solution some technological solutions that can help them so found that many of them are having diabetes and hypertension etc and they don't know about it. so we needed to create uh, we had to create some wearable devices that can do that and also uh, even at that 2014 15 amo was telling that you should look at uh, solutions that can detect diseases early on so that is when i searched for this early detection and everybody was into ai and all that mm-hmm. so that's when i actually uh, went ahead and then searched for this and then my entire phd was based on these two things one is wearable devices and one is ai and ml for 
detection of early early detection of disease so those are the things i still work on um so yeah that's that's great um that's a nice story actually i don't <laughs> know that um i actually influenced your decision for health that's great yeah i didn't also imagine she could uh, uh you know guide uh technically <laughs> in this sense <laughs> yeah but uh some some uh, you know i i went after few years of doing this work i went to her and then i presented mm-hmm. to her this is what i did and then oh, i okay. understood that okay why don't you do this testing also uh, this is a, it's a clinical it's part of a clinical trial and she mentioned that okay you did a b c d why don't you do f g h also and then she mentioned exactly what we had to do and uh, in fact we put our minds and then decided what we should test but we had missed on some other parts which was very crucial mm-hmm. uh, because now we the product is currently being taken up by a company for productization so all these tests are very important that so yeah i mean <laughs> that's my experience oh so then like at the end after you finished the product did you also like show to amma like the final product that we yeah had? yeah of course of course yeah oh. yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool it's really great i was curious how did you get experience in the healthcare field because like now i'm an ai student so we actually have biology as part of our course but yeah. i'm pretty sure back then you didn't have biology as part of your course so how yeah, did you get that experience that, that's be, that's because you are in fast club in fast club the the major skill that you learn is to learn anything that comes on your way so uh, i didn't see i was i was having biology in my 11th 12th okay in 11th and 12th i took biology there was no computer science in my school. i graduated i mean i finished my schooling in kv kenjavidyalaya uh, but at that time there was no cs in my school but when i joined uh, for my btech uh, a lot of people i mean even now a lot of people say that they are from biology background they don't uh, that's why they are not able to perform well uh, but uh, you know it's just about putting in effort and time and you can acquire any skill so i didn't know about healthcare so when i started this i had to read up a lot uh, i had to read up basics of uh, i was working on ecg signals initially so i had to go through the course on ecg uh, electrophysiological properties of heart uh, so whatever is needed uh, you had to learn so mm-hmm. you you cannot expect yourself to have all the skills and then start working on a problem become a problem and then you start learning whatever is required for that yeah. so when i joined for my phd uh, i suggest that you know once you finish your bachelor's program also uh, there are so many opportunities to go for your masters and if you are really interested you can also take a phd it won't take you much time it's not like olden days when you expect the phd holders to be having long beard and specs and things <laughs> like that uh you know phd holders are now cool guys you don't have to really look old and archaic to have a phd so coming back to my point so when i joined from a phd my phd guide was uh, the vice chancellor of a university dr venkat rangan mm-hmm. uh, he was my guide this is advisor and then he mentioned in the first very first meeting that you know don't uh, see yourself as a computer scientist don't see yourself as a networking guy or an os guy see yourself as a problem solver 
okay mm. whether you use os network programming or web or what not ai ml whatever it is still you are a problem solving that so uh, fortunately i had that advice in the very beginning of my phd so i didn't uh, you know put myself into a cast saying that okay i'll only work on this one because if i work only on that then the problem is not solved probably my interests are met but my problems are not solved. so that's why uh, even when healthcare came uh well things fell into place that's what i would say we we came up with a very cool solution uh and uh, uh we i i probably got to visit the most number of countries during my phd uh to present my research papers yeah i've been to i think more than 10 countries to present research papers nice. and yeah and uh, every, everywhere this this idea was taken up and i got some very uh, uh as publications as research papers uh, you know some of our publications got into uh, some of the best journals in the world uh, something called as ieee iot journal which has an impact factor of more than 10 very few papers from our university has got into that in fact even from uh, other universities across the world if you see very few papers are there in such so um so our our work uh, was of that caliber when we even though we were doing it here uh, even though i had my my own initial cups but that's that's how much you can actually do uh, some of some of the other students are doing much better than this also so yeah hmm. wow that's amazing i think like getting to travel to like 10 countries is like amazing kind of a dream yeah especially now with like quarantine none of us have been able to travel like that sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> no i i think all of you uh, as part of fast club uh, if you spend uh, enough time energy and uh you know as i mentioned interest will come and go but if you have an interest you start working on that interest spend let's say 6 months on a particular stuff on a particular thing uh always have this group uh you know uh, always try to bond together within the fast club because you are all like minded people with like minded interests if you do that i'm quite sure the amount of opportunities that you have now uh, is 10 times more than what i had or our seniors had initially and the amount of exposure that you have now is also 10 50 times higher so uh, it's just a question of time before you can also uh, you know take off and you know do your masters abroad or whatever you want to do in life you can definitely do that but the you have to provide the uh, conducive environment which is a fast club and uh, the the drive that you have to sit every single day uh in the in the lab and uh, that's what will help you gain these skills and this opportunities it did not come from you know somewhere it happened because we were in that group because everybody is looking for opportunities so any new internship opportunity come they will email in the group yeah so we applied and then uh, many of us applied together uh, many of us decided not to apply because somebody else is applying things like that uh, we used to do so uh all of you can definitely uh, i'm i'm sure all of you will definitely uh, you know travel around the world uh, that's not that's you don't have to dream about it now it'll it'll happen 
hopefully just try to focus so, yeah. on the skills and the building the skills yeah um another question to you ralaton uh, what do you wish yeah. you had known when you started out your journey in this field like in the field that you currently working in is there anything that you've done would you, I, you would have done different i don't think uh i don't think i i i don't think i have anything like that that i should have known i would have known kind of things as of now uh especially uh, in this field because you know whatever comes my way you uh, whatever comes your way you take it up uh, you try to learn you put in your best effort so as long as you put in your best efforts then uh, whatever results come it does not really matter so uh, i don't have anything like that i should have known i would have known yeah <laughs> i think like on a similar note like we're currently having the probation process for the freshers and like a lot of these people have like little to no technical experience so like they often ask like our seniors like oh like i'm a i'm from a biology background will i be able to catch up so do you maybe have any advice aimed specifically at them since like you went through a similar experience with healthcare and being new to that so maybe some tips for them yeah uh, again my uh, some of some of the tips are that uh first of all uh all of us will have this issue even i also felt that you know because i am from biology background i may be at a disadvantage uh to you know learn new stuff uh so that is very normal natural for each of us to have something like that uh you know for for first years biology background may be an issue for fourth years when you get into masters uh, let's say you get masters in internet of things but you don't have any knowledge about internet of things so at that point iot will be a problem when you get into phd for example i had problem with healthcare i didn't know anything about it. so at that point healthcare may be an issue so it's very natural to have such uh, problems and such uh, concerns uh, so uh, the way to address it the way to face it is okay now i have a disadvantage that i don't know anything about uh, programming so what is the next step that i can do in the next 3 3 to 6 months how can i overcome this challenge uh, there is very well laid out uh, things that you can do for example you participate you you learn through let's say w3 schools or you uh, you know you, you ask your uh, seniors how to uh, do certain stuff and then uh, there are online tutorials so you if as long as you do systematically you know you do systematically every single day if you spend uh, 20 minutes let's say on typing skills because most people don't have typing skills when they come so you spend 20 minutes every single day even for psc students i uh, tell that my students i tell them to develop typing skills so but the most important thing is systematically and uh, every single day if you practice of course we miss one or other day that's okay but every single day if you put in your effort time and energy uh it's going to definitely give you results this is a definite thing it's not a lottery that you may win or may not win it's a definite thing if you put in effort time and energy uh into a particular uh you know thing uh, for prolonged amount of time let's say 6 months uh then if you rate what was your baseline skill and what is your skill now you will see tremendous difference 
and this is the experience of all the club members everybody who has done this mm-hmm. uh, this is nothing this is no no rocket science this is just plain uh, you know plain knowledge for everybody but the challenge there is putting in effort every single day challenge is not in building the skills challenge is not in achieving what you have to achieve but putting in your effort every single day that can only be achieved if you are in a group uh, as i mentioned if you are in a group then some others will put in effort you may be feeling down so you also try to push yourself and at some point you will be the uh, you know lead runner and because of that the others may be inspired others will be inspired to do that and as seniors when you mentor your juniors uh again uh, you will uh, you may be you know if you are not mentoring then probably you may be you know playing some games or you know doing something else so <laughs> so this is a very good opportunity it's a very good uh, learning skill because at some point uh, in your career you will have to guide a lot of people you will have to mentor a lot of people uh, so there the emotional stability is extremely important you don't you know you don't just like that crack up in front of people you don't uh, you know uh, shout at people those are skills that you have to build even though you have impulse to uh, you know you are you are angry at somebody because they are not making enough progress uh, but what will help them make progress is systematic uh, effort so as long as they put the effort you should be fine with that so these are skills you develop within the club you won't get anywhere else and this will help uh, a lot in your career also so my advice to the juniors uh the fast club members i'm nobody to give an advice from everybody's experience we find that uh there if you just put in time effort and energy it's going to give you fruits definitely and the fruits need not be you know some uh, you know great internship there or here etc uh but the fruit can be a lot of learning that you have which will definitely help you in a company in academy etc so it's going to set you uh it's going to make you different from others by a huge margin if you put in effort for 3 years at the end of 3 years you will be in some other plane and the others who did not take part in this will be still stuck uh in in you know technically they are kind of stuck mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's one of my advice and secondly uh you know i i didn't i didn't specify this secondly you know i think we were really fortunate uh Uh, your seniors were really fortunate not to have smartphones at that time uh, because now everybody you know our attention span is like you know uh, i don't know how many few minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> or less than 20 minutes so but at that time we used to uh, uh, we used to have you know very good attention uh, into something so unless you put in attention you cannot achieve anything so if you if you see some of the videos by uh, olympic gold medalists or Uh, you know high performance everybody will tell tell you that they put in focused effort nothing else they were not born with certain skills they just put focused effort so if you want to achieve anything even if you want to earn a lot of money that's okay you will have to put in a lot of uh, focused effort you cannot be always on the phone and then expect to get something else yeah so we were really fortunate not to have that environment of distraction but unfortunately you guys have a environment of distraction so how to solve that mm-hmm. uh, is a challenge so uh, one of the things that i can you know this is it's just a, a passing thought but uh, probably 
you know how mm. to do it better but uh, one of the things that really help us is uh, to have a goal let's say i have a goal for the next 6 months or 3 months mm-hmm. so because i have a goal and then i work backward let's say i want to finish this tcp ip assignment or the os kernel assignment in the next 4 months and i know this is how much time i have and if i do that i'll be uh, super good at this subject i know that okay so you set a goal like this or you participate in a competition and because you are going to participate in a competition you know there's a deadline you have to work backward you plan everything towards that deadline and then you start working on it so if you have a goal it's very difficult to get distracted uh if you just notice your own life you will see the same thing if you have a goal for example you want to go to this place mm-hmm. uh, with your family or you have a marriage uh function that you want to attend or you want to visit a temple so you plan everything accordingly uh just because you get a phone call in between you don't you know go and talk for half an hour in that because you know that if you talk like that you will miss your flight you miss your train you miss many things so setting a goal is extremely important uh especially because you have this environment of distraction as of now so that's my uh, final uh advice so to say <laughs> i think that's very yeah. yeah go ahead i i just had one question like um since yeah. we're talking about goal setting um yeah i think I, i sometimes face this problem and i've seen like others face the same thing when we we like to set the goal like setting the goal is there we can do the goal and we'll achieve it and then but sometimes coming to the implementation of the task to achieve the goal that part i think a lot of people face this sort of laziness or you know we can do it tomorrow procrastinate so are there any tips to actually maybe um implement those tasks to uh, achieve a goal okay this is the goal setting <laughs> uh, yeah all of us go through the same thing uh see we have some interest interesting things to do so that excites us okay mm-hmm. we get excited about it mm-hmm. uh let's say it's a competition and then we visualize that okay you know once i am able to build this thing it'll be super good it'll be nice to you know things like that so uh so we get excited we we have something in our mind for the future which is exciting uh but the problem is you plan it out okay you plan it out but when you start doing it then the problems come yeah problems yeah, come yeah. <laughs> that's the that's a natural uh, stages that we go through there is no shortcut mm-hmm. you just have to you just have to sit in front <laughs> of your computer is there anything that motivates do. you to sort of is it something like you do like something different or some technique that you maybe try i think i think the goal the the goal basically inspires uh, us to do mm. but but it's not like every single minute you are remind remembering about the goal and then you get inspired nobody gets yeah. inspired like that you know the see you, if you have to achieve something you have to go through a process procedure mm-hmm. uh, and you know if you follow this procedure process you're going to reach there then uh, you have to just do it <laughs> trust the process there is no there Basically. is there yeah. is no there is no easy uh, easy things but uh, again being in a group uh, that will really help uh okay. being in a, a group of let's say 3 4 people uh 
trying to do the same thing and then meet every day every two days that will really help you mm-hmm. uh, because now the issue is that now your parents are paying for your uh, studies <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so you you are not responsible for your own uh, growth for, but for example in us and uh, europe you know students take a loan mm-hmm. they take another 20 30 years to pay back the loan so now you are being i mean we are being so pampered our parents are providing us everything so we are not responsible for our own self so uh but that's okay that's that's what it is we can't help with that uh but what we can do is we can uh, sit every single day and try to spend one or two hours two hours is more than enough two or three hours on certain problems and then try to do that so uh, another thing you can uh, definitely there is few few tips kind of thing uh if you are not able to focus a lot on one single thing for three months uh put two three different things for example let's say you are going to organize a podcast like this mm-hmm. so you are spending let's say 10 20% of your time in that okay so that's something creative and interesting you know that has a some creative output uh, mm-hmm. okay that few people are like that i am i am like that so i like making creative presentations uh so what i do is if i am really uh, not able to focus on something okay let me create a presentation about this so i do certain things like that so every time even if you are not interested to do fully into one project you put some amount of time into let's say three things uh this assignment is one thing i am going to do a, a short presentation or a short uh, class on a particular topic that is the second thing mm-hmm. okay because i'm going to teach teach others so that will be more interesting and then i'm going to uh, host some podcast or some Uh, i'm going to uh, make a newsletter kind of thing for the club you know we'll all get together to so that can be the third thing so it's okay to not make much progress in the first thing let's say the project thing which you plan for 6 months no it's a larger time frame thing. so you spend only let's say uh, 30 40% of your time on that rest of the time you spend on these uh, other activities so even if you make a little bit progress on the project you are not dropping out from that but if you try to focus all your time on the project itself uh, sometimes it may be too hard for you mm-hmm. so you split up your time 60 20 20 like that uh, but don't don't completely change your focus only on to the other stuff okay so this is like a supporting thing because still you are doing it with the same set of people you are doing it with the same set of group and like minded people then that will basically motivate you further so even if you're not able to make progress in one or two weeks that's okay uh, just rewind back after two weeks and see if yeah. you were able to make the progress on that so that way you balance it out mm-hmm. that's the issue that many of us have but the the challenge there is uh, some some of us what we do is if you're not able to find progress in let's say this project or assignment we'll completely take off and then we'll you know just uh, do some random stuff which it's not creative which is not uh, uh, having any kind of output we just waste our time so instead of wasting our time just channelize it into some other creative activities like this uh you know among the group members among the fast club itself why i am uh, again reiterating that point is because all of you are skilled all of you have a very good skill level all of you are motivated like minded have interest uh 
and if you spend another three three years like this or two years like this, you are going to have a lot of opportunities that uh, will come knocking at your doors. So that's that's one tip I I also do myself. So it can be yeah, it's it's something called as sajatiya vritti in Sanskrit, which means you are not trying to focus on the same thing again and again. Uh, you know, but your your thoughts are not completely opposite to this direction. Uh, your thoughts are somewhere related to it. Okay, so oh, it's like newsletter, yeah. podcast, uh, or you do a class about this, whatever you learn. You may want to achieve hundred, but let's say you are able to achieve only forty. So let me teach the first twenty percentage to somebody, and somebody can maybe inspire to do that as well. So like that, it's all related to the same area. So your you know your your thought. our thoughts have a uh, way of uh, thinking it can it very difficult to make it think in the same direction but uh, it can go here and there but you make sure it is around the same area so that's a trick that's a uh, mind yeah. trick that's great actually that's a, that's a good idea because like we can sort of express the same thought in different outlets rather than just constantly yes, yes. doing the same thing here yeah, yeah. the mind trick yeah, is good <laughs> yeah so i think all of this advice is very practical and like irrelevant especially to us like i mean myself personally and i'm sure a lot of other people like we have motivation in surges so like when we start something new we'll be like really like excited about it and then eventually after like a week or so like the excitement fades and like pushing ourselves to actually work on it becomes difficult so like uh, like as you mentioned setting aside like systematic time like and working on it every single day helps and also goal setting so i'm sure like all of us can benefit greatly from applying this advice to our lives so uh, hearing about how the club worked back then and your experience in the club and in your career was really eye opening so thank you so much ata for setting aside some time to be a guest on the podcast we really appreciate it and okay. we're sure i'm not a guest I'm, i'm still part of the club <laughs> yeah <laughs> a guest to our podcast yes yes it's it's great that you have uh, come up with such an initiative uh, you know uh, fast club is turning 20, uh, 15 years uh, this year so uh, it's a it's a, a good good thing that you are all trying to get the lessons from your seniors and uh, uh, you know almost everybody who has been in fast club are now doing uh, excellently well uh, very different they are working in some of the best companies in the world or in academia uh, many of them have completed phd if you look at the number of phd's done by a usual cs graduate versus computer science uh, fast club graduate i think uh, probably i think 70 60% would have done their phd so uh, it's an it's an awesome thing that you're all part of yeah i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we did hosting it we release our podcasts weekly so don't forget to tune in next week for our upcoming podcast with our next surprise guest happy listening